What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you so much for listening. Really, it means a lot to me. I, uh, you might be the only com- contact to the outside world that I have right now. <laughs> uh, even though you don't talk back to me, it feels good just knowing that you're there. I'm really uh, happy that I signed up for the Coffee Lavaza to be a monthly subscription. When I, when I did this, I thought, okay, I'll just save a few bucks, you know, because I like this coffee a lot, and it'll just come monthly, but I'm sure that I'll have the stuff just kind of piling up in the pantry. Um, but uh, no, no, we finished that before the month is over um, in this crazy time. I'm, I'm finding all kinds of coffee treasures in my pantry. Uh, it's kind of a just you know random coffee anymore <laughs> I'm drinking Rudamaya today I uh, I forgot all about this uh, I haven't had it in a while but I forgot all about this bag of beans being back there and uh, you know they're not they're not too old still still does the trick still getting me up in the morning my cupboard is gonna be so organized by the time <laughs> this is all done and we can go back to normal life uh, even though, I don't know, I think this is going to be like one of those situations like we had in 9-11 where really nothing will ever be the normal that we knew before. There's there's going to be some things that don't quite ever go back to the way it was. Uh, I don't know what those are going to be. I, I, I'm not going to pretend to be good at making predictions, but um, it's it's definitely not going to be the same. I'll be honest, uh, most days I I kind of love qu- quarantine and just being home with the family doing our thing. And, um, and in other days, it's like being on a long, long road trip, you know, where you're just driving for hours and hours and you get that, that highway hypnosis. I get that on some days too, um... I, uh, I think baking bread helps. That's been a, a recent development in my hobby list. Um, never thought I would be making bread from scratch, but turns out, uh, you know, I'm not going to win any awards at it, but um, I'm not horrible either. It's, uh, it's something to do <laughs> that takes hours, and it really just gets your mind off of things, you know? It... Uh, because you're you're so focused on not screwing this up after spending you know hours on it because there's so many ways that you can screw it up that um there's there's sort of like a a, a small adrenaline rush that you get uh, when you're making bread that you don't 
that you don't just you've completely wasted three hours and maybe you put too much of an ingredient in. But at any rate, uh, that that tends to calm my nerves. And I, I get like this nice warm loaf of bread afterwards. So it's a win-win. Um, it's weird. This This whole experience is, for me, just resetting my priorities. You know, like uh, really learning what what matters you know all the it seems like all the things that i used to do the running around and errands and feeling like i never even had enough time even on the weekends because of all of the stuff i had to do it's kind of made me rethink that whole practice uh i'm not lying i'm not gonna lie i, I would love to just get out and you know do some of that stuff now but the longer that I'm that I'm in this state of isolation, it's uh, I, I'm realizing that some of the stuff I could have lived without. Like I don't need to just fill my days with uh, with just needless activities, uh, the rat race, if you will. How are you passing the time of isolation? Is it is it going okay? I mean. I actually had to stop saying quarantine because uh, I was listening to the the After Later podcast with John, and and he brought up the fact that most of us are misusing that word because quarantine, unless he and I are both misunderstanding this, is like when you're sick. You know, that's when you get quarantined. Um, the rest of us, I think, are just in lockdown or uh, what is it they're calling it? Shelter in place. That's that's what we have going on right now. And I saw some people yesterday at the Capitol here in uh in Texas on uh on TV of course that were protesting that uh you know that they had to shelter in place. They wanted to to go back to work. <laughs> and I get it. You know, especially if you're not making any money right now. That this would be Oh man, that would be really stressful because you're not only stuck at home, but you're also not getting an income. So that's that's got to be a frustrating situation. But these people were definitely not practicing social distancing when they were at the Capitol yelling about, you know, we want our jobs back or something like that, or they took our jobs. It reminded me of that South Park episode. They took our jobs. It, it was kind of the, that crowd, you know what I mean? And so uh, I, I think what I, when I look at those guys, I think to myself, because it was mainly guys, uh, they must really just not like being at home because there's certain uh, events that happen in a relationship that sort of, uh, they're, they're test, if you will, test of, of your, you know, the, the fortitude of your relationship. You know, when you are dating and then you move in together. That's a big test, right? You're going to find out if this person is a slob, if they uh if they do things the way you like them done. You're going to learn a lot about this person when you move in. And then there is you know the test of uh when you get married, let's say that you take that next step, you get married. You, you then learn more about the person. 
you know, because even though you're, let's say you were still living together, there's things that, uh, that change. I, it wasn't dramatic for me, not at first, but you know, there was things that changed after my wife and I got married. That's another test. Um, being in court, or I was, say I was about to do it again. Don't say quarantine. Being in uh, in lockdown was that's going to be a big test for for a uh, for a relationship. And I bet these guys are just uh, climbing the walls and probably arguing with their spouses a lot. And uh, there's like, oh, I, I got to get out. I got to go protest because I want to get back to go back to work. And uh, <laughs> who knows? It might not have anything to do with their politics. But um, they just want to get out. They don't, they're getting cabin fever. But the isolation, you know, that really is going to test the metal of your relationship, I think. <laughs> Luckily, my wife and I get along very well. And uh, although she did show me a meme the other day that said something about like uh, there was a wife and she's looking over at her husband and she says, Do you have to blink so loudly? <laughs> and I thought, when she showed that to me, I said, maybe she's trying to tell me something. Maybe I'm I'm over here blinking too loudly. But it's like, uh, it's dog ears in terms of, you know, relationship time. You know, this is, uh, this is something that's really going <laughs> to, I don't know, we may see more divorces or more children coming out of this, uh, this isolation time, this lockdown, uh, depending on the situation at home. But, you know, when I think about it, it's uh, it's such a bizarre and rare thing, you know, to, to... I didn't even get this much time during my paternity leave at work. Um, so for me, and probably for most people right now all over the globe, uh, this, is, uh, this is unprecedented. And I'll be honest, I, I don't feel like I am using this time as wisely as I could be. I uh, I got my screen time report last weekend, and I was shocked. And I think, you know, part of it is that I'm on social media more because I don't have that interaction with, with the general public as much. And so I'm spending more time on social media thinking that, oh, well, at least I'm keeping up with people. You know, I'm not making small talk at the grocery store anymore because it's all curbside and, you know, things like that. But you uh, you miss out just on the, the folks that you used to see everywhere. Now you just have to see them online. But I don't think it's the greatest use of my time. I mean, I definitely want to keep up with what's going on right now, but uh, there's there's a lot of distractions. I think I might be the only person who started the Tiger King and didn't finish it. Uh, couldn't finish it, actually, to be more accurate. Uh, I just cannot <laughs> take that show. It uh, Just because of the way the animals are treated, those tigers. I, I was, it was interesting, I'll admit that. Um, but I just cannot watch animals in those conditions. I think it was, you know, having a kid and going vegan, it just changed me in ways that I did not expect. Um, my wife never brags about having a natural childbirth, but she should because she's a superhero. 
without any epidural or anything. It was just me, her, the midwives, and, you know, and the baby. And she's a rock star, you know? I, I think watching her have a natural childbirth and give birth to our daughter, it really had an effect on me. And so now, you know, it's hard to watch things like the Tiger King. That that scene where they took the tiger cubs from the mother, it just, it breaks my heart. Um, I don't, I don't think people really think about that. And then you got that dumbass, Joe Exotic, white trash, piece of shit. He complained that they cried all night. Remember that scene? You know, they, they had just taken all the tiger cubs away. What They've got this like metal hook. That they're just pulling them away from the mother. And um, he puts them in his cage in his house. Uh, and he complains that they cried all night. Like, God damn it. What an idiot. It's crazy because what's really sad about this movie, or this documentary rather, is that there's more tigers out there in captivity than there are in the wild. Like, that's just not right. These are not creatures that should be confined in cages. I mean, don't get me wrong, I... I don't want to be around a tiger, okay? <laughs> That's not... We we are not supposed to meet in the natural world. And I get that. I love tigers from a distance. Uh, but this obsession people have with wanting to hold a baby tiger, or tiger cub rather, is the reason that there's so many of them in confinement. And it's always the people that claim to love animals too. You know, like, oh, I love... I love animals so much. I want to go pay someone to enslave them and, you know, keep them. It's, it makes no sense at all. If you think about it logically, if you really love these animals, you would never want to go and see them in these kind of conditions. And I, I don't know. I just couldn't finish it. And I have, I don't even know what happened to the guy. I have no, but I have no sympathy for any of the characters in the show. You know, they all deserve any bad luck that comes their way. I wouldn't wish Rona on them, though. Um, not because uh, they don't deserve it, but just because I'm, I'm wanting the numbers to go down, not up. So I, I don't wish for Joe Exotic to get Rona. I, I don't even know why he's in jail, but uh, I don't care because uh, he's a horrible human being. But yeah, I have to find more productive ways to use my time, I think. Um, I have to find more, maybe not even productive, maybe that's not the right word. Um, more fulfilling ways, I should say, to, to occupy my time. I need to focus just on my creative projects. I, I haven't picked up my guitar yet. I need to do that. Um, I usually bust out the guitar every six months or so, and, and my my uh, daughter looks at me and, you know, she's interested for like the first five minutes, but then she, you know, it's time to go play with a mermaid. Uh, I keep hoping secretly one day she'll just, you know, really get interested in it. So I pull it out every, every few months just to see, okay, are, are we at that stage yet where you find this interesting? She told me that they, that she wanted to play drums. So I'm on the hunt for 
uh, a kid drum set. Maybe we can be like, uh, you know, the next family band out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I need to focus. I've got the hobbies. I just need to do those instead of uh, watching, you know, mindless TV. Um, Steve turned me on to a new recording software, Studio One. So I'm going to try to figure that out. That's that's going to be a project. Uh, I've downloaded it and I'm starting to watch tutorials. That's about as far as I've gotten. Um, but that, that's, that's going to be on the list of things to do. And I also resurrected my iPod Classic. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, I have this iPod from, I think it was 2007. Kim got it for me for Christmas that year. It was funny because I asked for a huge CD rack. I, I had sort of a hodgepodge of different types of CD racks. And I wanted one really big one that I could put them all in and they would be uniform and alphabetized and all that good jazz, right? Well, she leads me to believe that that's what she's getting me for Christmas, you know? She even goes so far as to wrap this <laughs> tiny iPod. I don't know if you guys remember these, but they're like the size of a deck of cards. It was uh, smaller than, you know, our, our phones now. And so she takes the box and wraps it in numerous other boxes, you know, like a Russian nesting doll type situation until it looked like it was a huge box that would contain the, uh, the CD shelf, right? So Christmas morning, I started unwrapping thinking, ah, oh, I'm going to have a nice project today. I'm going to put together the CD rack and get them all displayed nice and neat. And as I'm going through and unwrapping and each box leads to another box <laughs> um, I get down to the smallest one and it was the iPod and uh, ever since then I've been hooked you know that was the beginning of the end of CDs for me for better or worse um, but this when I charged it back up the other day and it still worked still still got, still kicking over here um, I started listening to it and there's songs on there that I don't have in my library right now. Um, I use Spotify, and so I have access to a lot more music, but there's still things on this iPod that I don't have because it was it's kind of like this message or this time capsule <laughs> that I've just opened up from 2007. And... I'm just loving it because it's, I don't know, it, it's, a, it's a great, I think it's one of the best uh, song playing devices ever made. It's fun to, to resurrect old electronics for me. That's one of my favorite things is to repurpose or reuse uh, something from, you know, 12 years ago, 13 years ago rather. So yeah, I'm going to uh, make a playlist with the best of Brad's iPod from 2007. Uh, hopefully you enjoy that. I'll post that in the show notes. Uh, I'll also post a link. Springsteen is going to be doing a live stream this Wednesday. So, you know, that, that's what we have now. We don't have these <laughs> big concerts. We have people putting on live streams, which not quite the same, but, you know, 
desperate times, desperate measures. This is where we're at. I hope you are maintaining your sanity out there and you're staying safe. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate that. And I will talk to you next week.